everybody. This is Steve. And this is Parnell. And this is Flippin' and Mashing. We have a very exciting episode. We are going to talk about uh, what we're drinking. Oh, that's it. We're just sure. We're just here to talk sure. about well, coffee. That, and that works. No, I, I really enjoy talking donuts. about me and what I like to drink. So right now I'm drinking uh, PewDiePie's. Get, get <laughs> it's a true story. Factual. <laughs> I think we should kick you off this podcast. <laughs> I'm drinking uh, G Fuel, uh, but specifically uh, PewDiePie's. So PewDiePie uh, is now like the new billionaire made from YouTube. Yeah. This is yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. I also have Dr. Disrespect, if anyone knows who that is. I have uh, his flavor as Probably well. Probably some failing Twitch artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sparkling water. It's flavored of grapefruit. We'll see how this goes. Mm. We have a special episode, as Steve led to. We would like to talk about the leaks from the Hot Wheels pinball machine from American Pinball. What's exciting about this is that we predicted this like four episodes ago. We came up with the idea. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Obviously, it takes but a we, very long time. We to... have talked about it. Right. Exactly. We, we theorized and kind of predicted or thought that it would be a very good idea. That's probably the best way to say it. It's, we thought that creating a Hot Wheels pinball machine uh, was kind of a no-brainer and that it was a great idea and that someone should totally do this. And then lo and behold, it has been in those works the whole entire time. Because as we know, it, it takes a very long time to... Uh, produce and create a pinball machine. So now that these leaks have finally come out and that people are actually are playing it, uh, that's very exciting. And clearly it's been, been in the works for probably about a year. So the initial leak, I think, was just by word of mouth. Right. And then... Um, there were some images that came out. Uh, yes, there were. But American Pinball teased a video, but it literally was like a picture that you could kind of make out some car stuff and ramps. Kind of not. It wasn't much. It was such a teaser that when you showed it to me, I had no idea what you were trying to yeah, show. exactly. And you're like, it's the Hot Wheels stuff. I'm like, based on what? Like, I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. I don't see it. what you're even referring to. Yeah, like the orange ramp loop was mm-hmm. super far in the background. Yeah, after you, you, you pointed it out, I was able to see what you were talking about. But then I thought, maybe it's just coincidence. I, I don't know. Go on. What I don't understand is... All the leaks as of yesterday and today are from a um, event, like a um, not IAPA, or unless IAPA is going on. But there is a some you know like CES we right. go to. Yeah, there is a amusement version happening right now. Right. So American Pinball hasn't posted anything, which I think is bonkers. But all these people are leaking all this other stuff. Wouldn't you want to get ahead of the game? Uh, you would think so because. I guess, in my opinion, I would always want to control the narrative. Get out ahead, put out a big blast, uh, anything. But yeah. so, they don't have videos out there. They don't have any kind of content out there. So they are not controlling the initiative, right? No. Or the, what do you, what'd you call it? Uh, narrative. Narrative. Uh, so now, all we have is very grainy pictures, very grainy video. Right. And people hating on, like, screen placement and all this other crap. You go to American Pinball's website, they have no mention of this game yet. They have no pictures, nothing on their website. It's only Houdini and Oktoberfest. So people are going to get a potentially negative understanding of the game. I I just know that uh, I'm in marketing a a little bit, and I know that our marketing director 
would never let this happen, if that makes sense. He would make sure that he had commercials ready. He would make sure that he had brochures and all this different content. So that way, when news organizations or blogs and different people wanted to pick up this story, they would have all of this material to use, high-res pictures, videos, and all this different stuff. And, and then, like I said, like brochures, that way they can list off the different features that you yeah. want them to have. Or the reason why we put the screen, because like you just said, uh, what, what do they call it, Leon? Yeah, like the, it's like the screen, the LCD screen. Yeah, the LCD screen the that's anymore. up on the backboard. Um, it's kind of off-tilter. It's, it, it's not, well, it's, it's not like new, diagonal, but it's just moved to the left a little bit. And up. It's like mid and really, it left. looks like it's for art. It's so the art can be around yeah. it. Yeah, it's it was definitely placed there for a very specific reason, which was obviously to have the art of the car racing around on, on the right-hand side be the primary kind of thing. But a lot of people are looking at it like, this is so goofy. Why is it there? Why isn't it in the middle? I love how people middle? think that that's like wrecking the game. When I first saw it, it was kind of off-putting. I thought, why would you put it there? And then I see everybody else's comments all saying the same thing, like, why are you putting it there? But... What it really comes down to is it's just not symmetrical, which I know immediately throws some people off. Like, well, why is it totally. not in the middle? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Steve Jobs was notorious for that on Apple products where on a handful of laptops, they put fake screws. I mean, they were real screws, but they, didn't, they weren't doing anything. Sure. But they just did it so that there was the, the same symmetrics. number of screws on each side of the yeah. laptop. Yeah. Um, I get the initial reaction to it, maybe the knee jerk, but at the same time, when you're playing, you barely look up at the screen. Ah, uh, totally. Now and they could have maybe moved it down at the bottom, but it doesn't matter. You, you still are cutting off art. I mean, they could have, I guess, reworked art. Maybe they were, had to use assets that were given I, to them. I don't know. I think that they were just trying to be unique and cool. I really think that's all it was because technically you can make art however you want. I don't think that they built the backsplash based off of the art. I think that they built the backsplash. Or what are you going to call it? They built the board and then had the art fill in the space. Because yeah, but the, all the other games, the the monitors in the middle. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, it doesn't seem logical to me that you would have a piece of art first and then build around the art. I think you have to have basically the 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 blank background or the blank you know sidewalls whatever first and then you fill in that space with art that that's just the logical way to do it like if you have a blank piece of paper mm, with a cut no because it, see here's their other two games the lcd screens are in the l- lower side of the head but in the middle yeah so i'm thinking you know they would probably start their third game like that sure but then when they're working with art they go well, well we can't get what we want in this space so they move the screen over so they can get the big top side and then a thicker right side with the car and the ramp. And who knows? Hot Wheels might have said, hey, we need more real estate. We need more car reels, like more Hot Wheels real estate. Who knows? Speaking of cars, there are a lot of actual Hot Wheels cars on the track itself. Yeah, which we is are some- going to... Sorry to we cut you off, but we're going to link these uh, links that we're going to talk about. We have uh, on the pin side forum there's a thread that has a bunch of pictures we're going to go through these to to steve's point we have a bunch of uh physical cars on the game and then we also have some videos that we'll link that are not ours but we'll link to them 
Yeah. Like we have so yeah, videos, uh, pictures and stuff that, uh, we're, again, we're not taking credit for this. I mean, we didn't take these photos, but we'll put the links in below. So if you're listening to this on whatever podcast, John, you should just be able to go into the links uh, in the description. But uh, so what I wanted to say about the cars that are in some of these pictures is they're very generic looking. And kind of when we discussed this before on our, in our last podcast, we thought it'd be really cool for you to be able to replace cars on the fly. And that's kind of what it looks like is that these are just real Hot Wheels cars. And if anything, even if they're glued down, as you know, because you modify your games all the time, it's not hard to remove and replace pieces pretty quickly. You could put your favorite cars here. And I don't know if these are glued down, but what would be really cool is that the game was deliberately made so that you could replace cars quickly. If they were smart, they would do that. Yeah. If they are dumb, they will not do that. Yeah. And they will be lit up. I just, the concept, the idea of these cars are not permanently here and you can replace these whenever you get bored of looking at the same car. Like, we get it. You're Hot Wheels collectors. Well, you can put your favorite cars on the track right now. Um, Stern made the Mustang pinball Mm -hmm. and they had replaceable model car on there okay and they even made it a feature like they spoke out about you should replace this because you have your favorite mustang again if you were a good marketing director you'd be ahead of the narrative and we would already know in advance oh these are replaceable parts that you can easily replace whenever you want and you're not pinning yourself into a specific era like our last episode we just talked about yeah pick your favorite cars right from your you know own collection put them right in the game now it's more personable too your favorite stuff is now in the actual game. Well, I know, yeah, because um, I find so I had I don't know twenty some Hot Wheels that have just been in box, like never opened, that I've just been collecting, and uh, finally I said screw it and I opened them all up and gave them to my daughter. But I have I don't know seven Porsche, different Porsches, and so you know there's GT twos, GT threes, the Panamera, like all these cool ones. Like so if I. <laughs> If I was in, like, one month, I was just going to be a Porsche fanatic. Sure. I'd put a bunch of Porsches up there. Sure. Or now, like, F1 season, the new 2020 season, starts mm-hmm. this weekend okay. with the race in Australia. Mm-hmm. If I had a bunch of F1 Hot Wheels or Matchbox, I'd put all those in the game. And just kind of every, almost every month or every time I was thinking about a different type of car, I could just swap them out. That's super like, cool. Like, the new Bronco is being teased and announced and leaked currently yeah. from Ford. Yeah. I have a handful of Broncos. I'd throw those in the game. I Like, I... It's one of those, if you are a model car collector or Hot Wheels or Matchbox and you got this game, you could then swap out mm-hmm. to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't change the game, but it at least gives you some enjoyment and, and re- like refires your love of wanting to get back into the game. Like For me, I'll play a game, I like it, and then all of a sudden I kind of forget about it, mm-hmm. and then I come back to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't play games every day. Like I don't. I think that if, is if, you, just, if it reignites your fire to the game, that's a good thing. I think so too. I think it's something that's very small, and it, it technically is completely meaningless. It has nothing to do with the actual game itself, <laughs> but it, but it's customization, and people love customization and being able to customize on the fly like that. People love that. Um, let's talk about some of the actual features of the game itself. Like for instance, the tracks. Now we theorized. Or had had said that we thought that it'd be a great idea for them to use actual orange tracks, not 
the actual tracks from Hot Wheels, but something that is very similar looking that in your own, you know, if you're just looking at it, your mind would think they're using Hot Wheels tracks. Yeah, because I think the, those those orange tracks are very recognizable as that's your Hot Wheels track. Absolutely. And uh, they did not go with that. They did go with orange tracks, but they are a clear orange plastic. There is a transparent uh, one ramp that is orange. Yes. And then there is a blue-green one on the right. So the mm-hmm. orange one goes from the right to the left down to your flipper, and the green one's just on the right. Mm-hmm. And then they have, what, what do you call this here, this, like, uh, this loop here? It would be called a vertical up kicker um, with a metal guide. Okay. So the, the, we'd have to go through. So this is going to be the closest that you're going to get to an actual loop-de-loop in the game itself. Oh, yeah. There are pictures on the, on the field itself of many different orange loop-de-loops. Oh, yep. Get it. That's one of the major things in Hot Wheels is all these orange loop-de-loops. I'm actually surprised. Like, there's a couple games that will potentially do a loop-de-loop or they'll have a ramp to go, you know, like Batman, the ramp goes past your flippers and back up or even like uh, Whitewater where there's a huge jump and then comes back up. And so the ball sometimes drops down, hits the glass because it's going so fast and comes back down. Like, I'm surprised they didn't do anything like that. It's just a standard I'm surprised. So another major feature in this game in the upper middle is this spinning car. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we haven't played the game, but as far as I can tell, you don't interact with this car, correct? Nope. It just spins. It's just And I think looks. it speeds up, but it just spins. Yeah. And I wonder, so, and I don't know if we want to break this down to, like, starting in a certain spot in the play field, but in the lower middle play field, there's an RPM gauge, mm-hmm. um, similar to the getaway, and in the middle is a shift icon, like a manual shifter, uh, shift pattern. And so I'm wondering if the cars, the spinning car, speed changes based on what RPM you you have lit. That would make sense. It would be neat. It, if it's going to be a worthless spinning thing, make it somehow, quote unquote, interactive. Sure. That, that okay. I like that idea a lot. Whether or not that is actually how it works, um, we don't know. But I like that idea a lot. Um, another side note is this track and this whole entire play field, it's extremely colorful. It's a very, very pretty game. And you pointed out a couple of things. Yes, it's very colorful. It, the play field art uses what looks like a lot of dreamed up Hot Wheels cars, like what we would see back in the day. Sure. Like over-exaggerated, um, not licensed cars. Right. Yeah, well, because that, that's kind of a big thing that... Because um, otherwise you have to pay for licensing, I get it. Right, it's, it's kind of a big thing that Hot Wheels does in general. Yes, they have a lot of licensed cars, like you said before, Porsches and Ferraris. But then they also make up a lot of their own unique cars. Like, I don't know if anyone has... If anyone who is listening, like Twin Mills is a car that they recreate over and over again. It has these dual engines over the front wheels. Have you ever seen the Twin Mills I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I mean, if I... It, it has this long front end... Uh, it doesn't really matter. But either way, that's a unique IP car to them, if you will. IP might be even the wrong word. But uh, they make a lot of these unique cars, which they then either reuse or they can just continue to make new new cars on the fly every every year. But, yeah, on the, f- tra- on the play field itself, they have a lot of very unique cars. They have um, some cool stuff that right now, if you go to Walmart and you wanted to buy some toys for your kids you would see like 
T-Rexes and dinosaurs. And I've never and heard sharks. of this. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a big thing right now. If you were to go into Walmart, they have these like Hot Wheels cities. And they, you can kind of connect them together. Uh, so let me backtrack slightly. When you buy one, like a, a box, it is like a block of a city. And this block has maybe like a, a, a dinosaur on it or has a shark or a, a giant bat or something like that. Or in this case here, like the, a big kind of like Godzilla-looking like uh, gorilla thing. Well, yeah, yeah. You got – it almost looks like a Rampage. You got a Godzilla, T-Rex, Triceratops, Triceratops yeah. and then it looks like a snake or a sea monster of some sort. Yeah, because that was kind of the thing is they have all these like weird creatures that are trying to like knock off your Hot Wheels car all the time as oh, it's trying to fly sure. through or trying to like eat your car. You got to try to get your car through it fast enough. If it's too slow, it gets eaten. Um, so they do a lot of kind of cool stuff like that. And then seeing them on the track, kind of was like, oh, I know where that's from. That's from all these toys that they're pushing out all the time now. Um, I remember, so this car up by the p- bottom of the top pop bumper is the one where it's a shark and the mouth is open in the front. Like, yeah. I remember seeing that when I was younger. Yeah, I might even have that, to be honest. I don't have any of my old cars. I had a couple really cool ones. Do you remember when they released the color changing ones? You put them in different yeah. temperatures of water and uh-huh. they would change. I had that one. I had two of those when I was a kid. Yeah, they came specifically with a a big track. When I was young, we didn't get a lot of toys. My my family wasn't really rich, but uh, I remember one Christmas we had this got this really huge high wheels track. I, I don't know how much it cost. Let's say it was fifty bucks. But for us, it was basically a million dollar golden prize. We couldn't even believe how awesome it was. And it had uh, the motorized spinners on it. I feel like they are kind of going away from that a little bit. I don't see them as much as I used to see them back in the day. Maybe kids are getting hurt by them or something. I don't know. What do you mean? What like what motorized spinner? What does it do? When I say motorized spinner, I mean like when you drop your, it, it shoots the cars. Like your car oh, goes through it. Sure. And it it oh, flicks it, it really fast. Yeah, it, makes, it sends it faster. Yeah, because it's like two little spinning wheels oh, on both yeah. sides of the car. Um, and I saw them a lot more in the past than I do in current era. I th- yeah, I think a lot of that is just like people. It's cheaper to just. It's cheaper, not but them. then people also don't want like companies don't want the liability because of you have some it, kid puts his finger. Well, in there. And that's the thing. Back in the day, when kids got hurt, they didn't go sue the companies. That's true, uh, quote unquote. Right. Um, and now everybody's sue happy, and everything hurts everybody, and so mm-hmm. people, uh, why take the risk? We can um, just kind of go through the shots, like left to right. Sure. Um, so like I was saying, in the middle, there's the RPM gauge. There's a couple other little gauges. Uh, what um, Steve said or told me before the show is the main objective is to collect all hero cars to become a Hot Wheels legend. So part of this is your there's six stand-up targets on the left. They spell battle. I'm assuming you... Maybe our car, or you have battles with cars or animals. Well, that is another kind of a concept that I remember seeing a lot when I was a kid. Is you remember those commercials where the cars they crisscross in midair and they bang against each other yeah. and they say battle, you know, whatever. So I think that that's kind of what they're playing off of. Yeah, I mean, up by the pops, it looks like the pops are car crashes. So there's kind of blow up icons, like crash icons, and then mm-hmm, the cars hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the left, so there's the six stand-up targets on the left. Then there's a left orbit shot. This orbit shot comes up, 
it looks like there's either going to be a magnet or a stand-up, like a post, to block that ball from going any further from the top middle, which it will then drop down into the pop bumpers. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't affect the ball and it is going at a high rate of speed, it will go up the right ramp that's blue-green mm-hmm. down to your left or right flipper. Or if it's going not fast enough uh, for the ramp, there is another very right orbit that looks like uh, like a blacktop. Like a, yeah. Like a, like a street track, yeah. Yeah, and that goes under the ramp and comes out right above your right in lane. It's... I don't even know if you could hit it. I don't think you can hit it um, from your flippers. So you really can't go up. It can only come down. Right. Yeah, it looks impossible to actually shoot it up. And hopefully it doesn't bounce off the sling and go into the out lane. So hopefully they've positioned it correctly so the ball comes out and just goes down the in lane. Um, The next left shot is a inner orbit. So they have a lot of orbits on this game. Um, Which makes sense because think about what I mean. We're talking about Hot Wheels and tracks, loops, loops and, right. and it should be it should flow really well. Right. There should, should be a lot of momentum going. Yeah, on. you should almost never have the ball stop. Right. So this this inner left loop uh, goes up and it goes um, right underneath the outer loop, uh, but it loops all the way around. And if it does clunk around, it will go into the pops and drain out the middle. The next uh, left shot has a drop target stopping it. And what does that say? Does that say ball track or? I can't see it from here. Yeah, it's kind of build track. That next left shot, the third left shot, is not a, it ends up in a vertical up kicker saucer. So you hit a drop target, it drops down, it goes up, looks like there's a lock icon. And then when it shoots up, it's in a big metal guide that almost, but to your point, was almost like emulating one of the loops. Mm Mm-hmm. And it puts the ball onto that left orange track. And it's covered in that orange plastic. Yep. So it looks like you're on a track, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, and it drops you again onto another track, which is kind of a cool feature. I mean, I, again, I, I've, I think we've all seen it where you have tracks shooting cars from one track to another one. They're like a little jump. That's kind of what's happening here. Yeah. In the middle, we have, must be three stand-ups. It's called RPM. They're kind of tilted, so they shouldn't drain down the middle. It looks like a ball will hit and then hopefully go to the right side when it's coming down. It kind of, because they're not facing straight down, so you, it almost is like they've made the game for maybe younger players, potentially. Potentially. And here's the so thing. you're not just draining like right. crazy. Hot Wheels is a younger branded item. Know what I mean? So it would make sense, and it would be smart if they weren't trying to make a killer track that is going to try to wipe you out all the time. And speaking of that point, you pointed out we were watching some uh, video gameplay of this that there is a center post. Yep, there is also a center post. We watched a couple of videos, and you'll see the ball, the ball, the ball will bounce back up, mm-hmm. um, come back into play. Which you don't see very often. There's very few games that actually have that center post. Yeah. And I think that also then leads to it is, should be more kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you that second chance in case it does shoot right down the middle. And, then, and like you said, like these are these uh, center... What, what do you call these uh, like targets? Stand-up targets? Yeah. So these like stand-up targets here, they are not going to shoot right down your center lane and take you out. They're going to kick it off to the right-hand side. So that's kind of nice. And kind of what you said earlier about the whole RPMs, maybe that is how you make this spinner spin faster? Build up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In theory. 
Um, just to the right of the RPMs is a little path where usually your ball would drain out from the pops. So you might be able to get the ball up into the pops again. Um, the next shot to the right is a kickback. It You shoot the ball up there, it stops, and I'm assuming a coil fires it right back. The few times I've seen it happen in the video, the ball came screaming back. Mm. <clears throat> it should go toward your left flipper or yep. the left sling. Yep. The next shot on the right is the ramp shot, uh, the orange ramp. So that'll you'll hit it, it'll go up with the ramp, come down to your left flipper. Mm-hmm. Then there's the right inner orbit, um, and that continues to the inner orbit to the left. It looks like it's a very loopable, repeatable shot mm-hmm. um, between hitting that inner orbit left or right. Um, but like I said earlier, if it does clunk around, it will go through the pops. Uh, then we have a right, kind of the most right shot, which is protected by a drop target. And then it looks like it is either a kickback or a, there'll be a stand-up target and it just drops back down. Now, uh, until we see more, it just yeah, it doesn't look like there's anything in there. It's kind of covered by the ramp, so you can't really see. Um, that looks like all the shots. One more thing I think we should point out is uh, how bright this uh, oh, game is. Okay, so that's just the playfield layout. Yeah. So yeah, um, go forward. One of the things that I wanted to talk about was how bright this game is. How many LEDs are on this? To just look at the pictures themselves, I don't think you really get to see it. I think you guys should watch some of the videos in themselves. So when you actually watch the videos, you get to see all the cool lighting effects that they do, and it is then becomes pretty obvious of why they decided not to go with the solid orange tracks they decided to go with clear orange tracks which is it allows all that light through there are they are using um rgb leds on every insert or at least most Mm -hmm. plus the the general illumination Mm -hmm. it is impressive um on some of the color changes and light shows yeah Uh, it is pretty neat looking Right. If you hit something, all of a sudden the, the whole entire track starts flashing and turning blue. Or like uh, I was watching the guy kind of play, and it kind of was slowly turning from I think it was orange to red, which so it had like a. So not only are you going to see quick flashes and changes, but also slow changes, which is it's just cool. Yeah. Um, oh, and the shooter lane looks like it just drops into that road out, outer um, orbit on the right hand side. Yep. It looks like it. So you could short plunge into the right in lane, or you could full plunge and go either all the way around, or you know maybe drop into the the pops. Mm-hmm. But those are all the shots. Um, it's super colorful. Have you seen much of the <clears throat> of the animations that the screen that's up in the? <laughs> I didn't the even look at it while we were watching the videos. So I looked at it a little bit. Um, I. I didn't see many of the animations. I only basically saw one animation the whole entire time. So I, I, I hope I can see more of that because, again, when you're playing, you don't get to really look up at it, as we kind of discussed earlier in the episode here. But uh, for anyone who's not playing, they're watching the game. It's really fun for them to watch a lot of the animations that are taking place on the screen. Like, I love watching the animations for Deadpool and for, like, uh, Black Knight 3 and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's the funny part. So, like, during the DMD era, 
it was the DMD is kind of small compared to an LCD. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any color. Right. And you had to kind of take animations and scores, and it was in a small space, and you could do a lot. Like, for instance, Spider-Man they had did a lot of, it. like, movie yeah. pull animations. Kind of Lord of the Rings kind of does, too. Especially when there was only one color, just only orange. Yeah. They did all... And then <clears> later <throat> on, red. But now that you have LCDs, now you have to have an animation team. Yep. And you have to have people be able to... Which like, is why we know them. Create video, like... Right. Moving animations, not just... I don't know. I, there's art plus animations. It's not... And then you have to entertain people watching not just playing completely which is why we know that this game has obviously been in production for at least a year probably because like you said you know you have a software team and a hardware team and an art team which then of course you're also going to have an animation team so you're going to have a lot of work to go into making any kind of pinball machine so uh I thought it was kind of fun that we were theorizing about this not that long ago, but they've been working on it for quite a while. Yeah. I think they have inner art blades already installed, and maybe they're doing different model lines. I don't think they have in the past. But the art looks pretty good. Um, oh, so they haven't done different models in the past? I think they only sell one. One version. I like that, personally. Yeah. And their prices aren't too bad. I think they're about 6500 all the time. But they only had two games, right? So Houdini and... Sure. Oktoberfest. The art on the cabinet looks pretty good. I really want to play this game. I like Hot Wheels. I am not uh, that hardcore. I, I I love I love Hot Wheels, and it's kind of become a thing with me and my sons. Nonetheless, I don't have the deep enough pockets for a brand new pinball machine. Yeah, but if money wasn't a thing, if money wasn't a thing, I would own this. You would totally. You would take it over Deadpool. Um. Right now I would, because I play Deadpool a lot. Oh. Deadpool doesn't mean as much to me since I've played it a lot. This is a new item. And this being a new item, it's kind of, it, well, it is exciting. Uh, yeah, I would totally love to have this in my house. Yeah, like on the right side of the cabinet is a muscle car with, you know, the engine and exhaust sticking three feet atop of the hood. And then it almost You're talking looked, about the, the side art. Yeah, side yeah. of the cabinet here. Then there's a triceratops like coming at the car. On the track, so it's cool. I'm assuming you kind of battle. I stuff, I hope so. Like I, I really hope that that kind of animation stuff takes place. Like we're like, let's say if you lose a ball or something, that all of a sudden it has some kind of animation of some T Rex or shark coming out and eating your car. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I was kind of wondering, like, do you pick a car when you start? Kind of like how Metallica pick a song. Here you pick a car because you you're supposed to collect cars. That's a good point. It's possible. You collect hero cars, right, to become a legend. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. This, if you could pick a car, here's another thing. What if they allowed you, either they have a vast number of cars you can pick from, or do they do software changes or software updates down the road so you can switch cars out? DLC. Yeah, but it's all digital, right? Because like, right. you can't, I mean... The balls are balls. You can't. But that's what I mean. Like, yeah, digital the downloadable content. Like, if they had some DLC, like some updates that came out or tripping over time. Where oh no, you remember? Hot Wheels has the new thing now. You can scan your car. Yeah. Good. Point. And then you can collect them digitally on the webpage. Mm-hmm. So you make a login. So when you buy your cars, you can scan them, and now you can play with them in their website. 
It's not unheard of. I mean, uh, uh, Halo has done a very similar thing when it comes to their new arcade machine, the, the Halo one. You get credits, or not credit, I don't know what the right Is term is. Yeah, you get achievements for playing that game. You get Xbox achievements and stuff like that. So you're, anything that you do in this arcade, you will then... You're like linking up with your account. Yeah, it feeds back into your gaming world back at home. Whereas in here, let's say you had collected some virtual cars along with your... Obviously, you get a real car as well. But if you get the virtual car, could you then theoretically put it in this game? So here's what I I will just assume based on licensing. They could do it with their unlicensed cars. Right. That makes sense. There would be... It would be very hard to do it with their license, like actual, like a Chevy Camaro. I don't think that they would even try. That would be way too hard. Yeah. But if they made a new collection, because they have their unlicensed cars, they have a ton of them. Yes. And you even sold them, like hook up to your pinball machine and you had a hand, like 20 of them or whatever. That'd be pretty sweet. I think it is cool. Because then you, not only are you going to sell pinball, you're going to sell a collection, a collectible collection of physical Hot Wheels cars. Monetarily, they could make some extra money off of this for sure. Now, you know, in comparison to the big chunk of money that they will be making right off of the pinball machine itself, it may be piddly, but at the same time, as we've learned, when it comes to video games, both mobile and uh, just regular, like, console, just any kind of video game right now, Producers are now making more money off of DLC than they are the actual game itself. Did you know that? No, but I could figure because you don't make much on games, especially if you have to f- still physically make them. You lose a bunch of money. That's why a lot of uh, production companies are going straight to just the game is free because they want you to have the game. So a lot of mobile games, one, are free because they're trying to nickel and dime you afterwards. But a lot of major companies, like for... Uh, big title triple A video games that are coming out now, like the brand new Call of Duty that just came out yesterday. Yeah. That's 100% free. And the reason why is because they know that they can make more money off of giving you a free game when they sell you all of this extra content. Like, you want some cool guns? Here's some cool guns. Or you want some cool outfits? Here's some cool outfits. Oh, and in that trailer, not to go too far down this hole, but in mm-hmm. the trailer, there was it looked like you customized the crap out of person. Oh, yeah. There was, like, skin tattoos and all sorts of things. Yeah, all sorts of awesome stuff. So, in theory, they could do the same thing with this. Not only do you buy the... You know the game itself for six grand, but then they could make a whole bunch of money afterwards. Like, you want some cool cars? We got some cool cars for you. Check this out and this out. It's only twenty bucks each, you know, or whatever. We'll see. I'm assuming the market, though, the age that'll purchase this, right, middle-aged men, um, as the stereotype of who buys pinball, aren't into DLC. So you could piss them off. You could. Um, however, if they had an NFC reader. You could still take your car or the label from the car to a route game, scan it, and so you could like play with your car. That'd be super. That'd cool. be that'd be neat. That'd be that'd be awesome. I'd be down for that. These are all great ideas, and I hope that they do some of them. And again, if they had a marketing director, who <laughs> sounds like we need to move down to Chicago, <sighs> give them some ideas. <laughs> you know what you guys should have done for one. Put a commercial out. Anything. Instead uh, of, they I should mean, have had any, even yeah. even like two pictures. Or just a brochure. 
Well, they have uh, a flyer, right? So they have the game flyer that they brought to that convention. Oh, did they? But they didn't fucking post it on the internet. Huh. Again, literally any kind of content would be helpful for any blogger or just, for instance, like us, any kind of podcaster out there who is trying to talk about this product. Uh, it's fun to see something different mm-hmm. instead of the same superhero, music band, oh, whatever else. Yeah, I think this is a really cool <clears throat> idea. I'm glad that they movie. made it. Um, and, and that's the funny part is like in that original Hot Wheels thread, people are just poo-pooing it. And it's like, hey, cool. All right. Well, then you can leave. Like you yeah, don't have to. You don't have to. Every buy day it. you don't have to then say something else negative. Like put your comment. You don't like it. Fine. Yeah. But then you don't have to comment every day that's negative. It's a, American Pinball isn't like a blockbuster company. Like they're not selling millions of games. But, you know, every manufacturer that we have that stays around is better for the community and the industry mm-hmm. absolutely well i think this is a really great concept um do you have anything more to add should we wrap it up there kind of yeah that's it um all we right. will post all the links make comments send us anything else you found um hopefully i mean this game is playable so i'm assuming hopefully they bring it to mgc in april in milwaukee they brought houdini there i remember playing that so hopefully this is ready for sale real soon. That that's a great point. Okay, so how long? Does, okay, so let's say you were Stern. Okay, if Stern is putting out a playable game like this is right now, people are playing it. How long after does it take for it to actually go on sale? So Stern's changing how they do that. So before they used to tease and announce a game, mm-hmm. and then within four weeks the game was shipping. And when they, when you say tease, you mean like actual having a playable machine out there. Yeah, like they release a teaser video Got or um, uh, they announce something like, mm-hmm. hey, ACDC's coming. And then within four weeks, remember, they used to have a lot of IGN releases. Yeah. However, they changed for uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things was leaked a bunch, but when they announced it, they were, sh- they were shipping that day. Like they were, the day before and the day of, they were shipping to get it on location so that when you saw their release like they streamed with dead flip you could order it that day you could go play it mm-hmm. on route and that was not everywhere in the u.s but like i think they kind of orchestrated with some distributors like a handful of route locations that would have it which was super smart um yeah that was pretty good because you get they were able to catch the hype in the yeah, moment it was the hype of because if you for instance deep root they're they have not released a game yet but they keep hyping up their stuff. The problem is it's been like two years. Hmm. So no one really cares. Everybody's, now everybody's saying, well, uh, put up or shut up because you've been saying you're going to have this amazing game. Games. They're supposedly going to release five games at one time or hmm. something. It's like, hey, cool, you've been saying this for a while. Uh, we're still waiting for it. Hmm. So obviously you haven't got your stuff figured out. Hmm. Um, however, this release, I figured American would have learned by like Stern's failures on how to release a game. They have not. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, uh, I don't know why they brought it to this event if they were not prepared to market it to everybody else because everybody else is looking at it, wondering, and we have, we have all of these questions about, about the game, so why would you bring it to an event without having marketing material available for everybody else? Well, that's the thing. Now we're going to hear from people playing it, which could be completely biased and hate it, or false information Sure. instead of having truthful facts from the company themselves right but it is what it is 
Either way, yeah, um, exactly like you said, it is what it is. I am excited about the game. I totally want to play the game. What are you going to say? I we did watch a little bit of the video, and the the shots on the left did look a little tight. However, the person playing did not look very good. Correct. So it looked a little clunky, but we'll see. I think they learned from Houdini that their shots were way too tight on Houdini. Mm. And if they this is being tailored more for everybody, a.k.a. kids and old, that they wouldn't make them that tight. So you can see like they use super narrow posts between all the orbit shots and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that they play tested and it's working. I just hope they didn't make it too crazy. Either way. I'm oh, we got two spinners. People love spinners on the outer orbit. That's true. People do love spinners. I like spinners. Rip the spinner, Steve. That's it. All right. Well, you guys have a great day. Go and check out our Facebook page. We'll be posting this stuff up in there. But also, like I said in the very beginning, or like we said in the very beginning, if you guys look down in our show notes, there will be plenty of links right there that I'll be putting in here that you guys will be able to click on those and be able to go to the videos and the pictures that we were referencing in the show. Bye-bye, everybody. See ya.